0: Love Talk Radio.
1: The Fair Merlo Entertainment. Hello, people. Hello, people. Vanilla Sky, are you on? <laughs> I am here. How is everyone
2: tonight?
1: I'm doing good. I'm doing great.
2: Good. <laughs> All right. Um, thank you for calling from Merlo Entertainment, the Blog Talk Radio. And as Mr. Cornelius, our producer, just said, I'm Miss Vanilla Sky. And we're gonna go ahead and get started tonight. But before we do, we have a few house rules that I'd like to go over. And those house rules are simply keep your phone on mute. When you're not being spoken to, it helps reduce the background noise for us. And when Cornelius gets to you, please give him your name if you want to. You can give him a false name if you are more comfortable. Let him know if you're just listening or if you'd like to speak. And enjoy the show mostly. That's the biggest rule. So how are you tonight, Cornelius?
1: I'm doing good. I'm hanging in there. How you doing? <laughs> I'm
2: doing good. getting better every day. And I guess Merlo will be in and out tonight, probably. He will. He will. Okay. All right. Cool. And do you? Have What's, up, <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> What's up, everybody?
3: Hey.
1: What's up, Merlo? How you doing?
3: All is good, all is good
4: I see y'all carrying on without me That's what's up <laughs> <laughs> So what's the nice topic?
1: Interracial relationships Oh yes Uh
4: oh Interracial relationships mm. That should be a juicy one
2: It <laughs> <laughs> It'll be
4: good. Get your head out the gutter.
2: Get your head out the gutter. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm not saying a word.
4: All right. Mm. All right. So, meet. um, I guess you have some current events for us, Miss Vanilla.
2: Um. Yes, I do. Actually, And I sure do. I know that everybody has heard of this ex-cop Christopher Dorner. Oh, did you do
4: a
5: weak
2: no. Correct. Everyone's heard of him? Well, yeah. If you haven't, he is a cop that basically got fired for falsely accusing a uh, fellow officer of, I guess, kicking a subdued, um, excuse me, kicking someone who was subdued already. And when he went to court to try to get his job back, he lost. And so then he launched this campaign of revenge, basically. Killed four people and wounded three others. And he's been on the run for a while. So, anyway, I guess he went up to a cabin, got in a shootout with some police. And the police actually shot tear gas capsules in there. And it ignited the cabin. So the cabin burned, I guess, to the ground. And... Mr. Dorner was in there And they have recently identified his body And it was him So It's kind of crazy how it ended I thought for sure he might get some time But I didn't see it ending that way
4: Well Sometimes that karma Goes around, comes around And it's sad that it had to happen that way But you know, you were officer of the law And You know
2: yeah, I guess you die how you live. Sometimes. So, okay, and another one is there were, this one kills me actually. I actually have a fifth grader, so this one kind of blew me away. There are two fifth grade boys that came in to school with a knife and a gun and a plan to kill another little girl. And, um, yeah, and fifth grade, 10- and 11 year old, and apparently another kid heard or found out about it and told the teachers, and they stopped the kids before it happened. When the police questioned the boys, they were openly admitting that they wanted to kill her because she was annoying and rude. And one of them, yeah, the one of them was going to stab her, while the other one held people off with the gun so they couldn't stop them. They mm. actually had a written plan.
4: Mm, mm,
2: mm, mm. Wow, is that not crazy? Ten and eleven.
4: New up today. And had
2: a plan like that? That's insane to me. Mm, I don't know. Yeah. And those are those are the two current events I found today to be really interesting. But I really want to hear some celebrity gossip.
4: Wait a minute. You didn't talk about the big one from yesterday well this morning.
2: Oh, for the us. asteroid. The asteroid well, <laughs> <laughs> I was really trying not to think about that one. But somehow, <laughs> <laughs> Somehow we narrow oh, I don't know how narrow, but we escaped having no cell phone service and god knows what else. What else would it have done?
4: Well no, not that one. Oh, we have not even got what? to that one yet. Oh. The one that the meteorite hit Russia. Oh Oh you didn't know about that?
2: No. <laughs>
4: yeah, so apparently this morning when I woke up is when I saw the meteorite had hit Russia and it actually destroyed um some factory windows and a factory wall actually caved in, and mm-hmm. it actually hurt like a couple of hundred people were actually hurt so and basically they said mainly they hurt got hurt from the broken glass, so that's not so, too too bad but then we had the thing this <laughs> afternoon, Eastern Standard Time where they knew that it was coming and they didn't tell anybody per se, but they think we escaped it this time. <laughs> this time. And it's about half the size of a football field, so but those little whoa. pieces of rock would do a lot of things. Huh?
2: I said whoa
4: <laughs> Oh, yeah. It will destroy a whole city. <laughs>
2: Gosh.
4: Mm. Mm-mm-mm.
1: Well, I'm glad it okay. passed us So we don't have to worry about it
2: Somehow <laughs> we lucked out there I don't know how that happened But thank God
4: <laughs> Okay, you can go ahead now I'm sorry
2: a Celebrity gossip
1: <laughs> Well, what's been going on in celebrity gossip Actually, um, little Wayne Is in a hot seat right now Because he brought up a guy by the name of Emmett Till in one of his um, lyrics with this artist named Future, this uh, rapper artist named Future. And it, it everybody's in up and arms right now because this young man was actually murdered at the age of 14 in 1955. Um, oh. So they're kind of... Stevie Wonder and the family of Emmett uh, Till is upset about that. Oh
0: wow! I
1: think I think Lil Wayne knows who this person is. He said, "I beat the pussy up like Emmett Emmett Till." So, this actually, what happened was the the guy actually um, allegedly. Um, Flirted with a white um, lady back then And he was killed in 1955
2: Okay, I think I've heard of that as well Wow
0: So
1: he brought that up in his recent lyrics And they are up in arms about it And um, Hmm. they are asking for an immediate apology I don't know if they'll get one, but we'll see
2: Oh, wow Mm. I'll leave that one alone. What else is going on?
1: Um, T.J. Jackson, who is um, co-custodian for, like, the Jackson kids, Michael Jackson's kids, is asking for $9,000 from the Michael Jackson estate to help take care of the kids. I don't know if you guys remember back in the news um, a couple of months ago, um Katherine Jackson could no longer take care of the kids by herself, so they now he's kind of co parenting the kids and he has full he has co uh, part uh, custody of them right now, and he needs a little help. He's asking for nine thousand a month he's asking for nine thousand a month from the estate hmm. I think it's pretty <laughs> low. I think he should double it, be honest with you, because he got, like, three kids plus three of his own.
2: I would be happy with 9000 a month, but, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't have Michael Jackson's kids either. So, yeah, it is kind of low considering who they are, but more than enough to take care of them, though. But, I mean, I don't know. I I think it's fair, I guess. You know, got to maintain, so. Wow. (laughs) All righty. Well, I think we should go ahead and jump into the topic of the night. And any any callers that would like to call in and speak, definitely, again, give your name or a name, (laughs) whatever name you want to give, and let our producer know if you'd like to ask a question, make a statement, join in the conversation in general, or just listen. It will be interesting, so we do ask. You know, to please participate. This is a big subject. I'm sure everyone can relate in some way or have an opinion. So again tonight we're talking about
1: we do got Ray on the line. He's holding for us patiently, so he's gonna be jumping in shortly.
2: Great. Perfect. All right, so it's about interracial relationships and um, everybody has a preference. Everybody has their own personal ideas, and I came across a story today on my Facebook page, and it was about a white woman dating a black man, and she um, she was basically stating how her her boyfriend was saying he doesn't want to date black women because... Of certain reasons that were very rude I'll say what it said But this is not me saying it From my own opinion, this is from the story um, Basically she was saying That black women uh, Help me out here I'm trying to remember everything she said She said that black women were um, Docile Oh abrasive. no, said white no, 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 women, women. <laughs> Yeah, They were abrasive <laughs> Um, bossy, too fat, Loud. is another one. Yeah, that's I crazy. That. Loud. Well, <laughs> yeah, this, I mean, just the list goes on. And it was very rude. And she was saying how she hates getting dirty looks from black women when she's with her man, which, I mean, that happens. No big deal. You don't have to look back, you know, whatever. It happens either way, you, 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 you know, for whatever reason, it could be anything, but, um, and then a black man responded to her and said that white women are docile And usually easy to control and walk all over So, you know, I don't know What do you think of that, Cornelius? Uh, just in general of what I said so far And then, I, I think, you know, I want to ask Ray as well
1: I think that you should be able to date whoever you want to date And if you're happy with that person It shouldn't matter what color they are That's my whole belief on that I don't think that they're – I think we need to stop stereotyping people and um, saying things like, you know, black people are too loud or, or bossy. <laughs> and there are some out there that are like that, <laughs> but,
2: <laughs> but you not said all of nothing. us are like that. <laughs> no, I agree, and there are plenty of white women out here, oh, my God, trust me, that do – the stupidest stuff for their man And I, I don't know I know of one girl I used to work with And she was a white girl Who dated a black guy And I don't know if she would have been as stupid If she was dating a white man I don't know because all I ever saw her date Were black men But she would come to work And let him take her car He would go sleep around with other you know, Women, drive her car give her. She would give him her credit card bank card, whatever and let him do whatever to her. And to me I I just I can't do that. I just can't do it. I can't do it with any type of man at all. My preference is black men. But if it wasn't I I wouldn't do that.
6: <laughs> uh
2: uh-uh. uh <laughs> I can dig it. Ah. Ray, are you on the line?
6: Yeah, can you hear me?
2: I can hear you. Welcome to Blog Talk.
6: Hey, good evening, everyone. Good evening. I wanted, so what uh, is your I opinion? W- well, I wanted to agree with Cornelius. You know, I, I agree with his opinion on all points, so I wanted to add to it that uh, I think that a lot of the reasons that uh, <clears throat> black men particularly date, or even black women date outside of their race, has nothing to do with... Uh, Trying to satisfy a stereotype, I think it's that they're trying to satisfy a family moment. And that when you look at things like on a statistical level, you see that there are more white people that were brought up in dual household, you know, dual households with both parents, so they can see how that whole dynamic works. Versus someone from their own community, majority of us grew up in single parent households, so we don't know how to. Have a functional marriage, a functional relationship. So I think that's sometimes one of the reasons why Black men date outside their race is trying to find that 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 norm, that family moment, someone that they can build with. And a lot of times, just mm. fair culture, certain people don't have that. You know, that that background. It's just fair culture. It's not it's not a stereotype. It's culture. You know, like someone that grows up in the city with just their mother raising them, I mean, they don't see the The husband and wife dynamic How they solve problems How they resolve issues How they cooperate How they compromise They don't see that But then you have a person That grows up out here in Woodbridge, And it's dual income households Dual families So you can see how those parents Bounce off of one another You know The the authority is is balanced So it gives It makes the person more balanced I think that's one reason why A lot of people are dating In a relationship You know Especially black folks
2: well, why do you think? I, I'm I'm curious though. Why do you think one has to do with the other? What do you? I mean, I I'm trying to understand well, where you're coming from on this.
6: Well, like for example, once you like uh, they made a comment a long time ago about uh, Tiger Woods and he dated or you know dated white women, and it wasn't that he was into white women or what have you. It was just at his level economically and socially there were very few minorities to choose from. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. I so, got gotcha. you. Shanita's and all that up there. There were Becky's and <laughs> the sadness, You know what I mean? So she's just from Becky's and the that are in that social group. You know what I mean? <laughs> you deal with the whole pressure of dating a millionaire, being married to a millionaire, not going insane, not overspending, not running him into bankruptcy. You know what I'm saying? Now, you know, it's just you look for someone status. from the same Someone you can build with, and a lot of times, and especially now with um, women becoming more independent, it's harder to get someone to that. It's hard to get someone off the brakes to want to cooperate with you to compromise with you. But it's even harder to get someone to do it when they don't have the tools to show them how to compromise or how to cooperate. You know what I mean? Okay. Those are just tools that get women being brought up by parents.
2: That, that makes sense. I and agree. Can I, ask, can I ask you a personal question, Ray?
6: Yeah.
2: Do you also date interracially, or what is your preference?
6: I believe that you shouldn't limit yourself. Like when Kool-Aid first hit the market, I never was the type of say I just want a Hawaiian punch. I want a grape. I want cherry. I want a sour <laughs> apple. I want grape great <laughs> beanie. You know, so I don't believe in limiting yourself based on physical characteristics at all. You know what I mean? Like, why? There's so much out there. Who's to say that the love of my life is going to be what? You never know.
1: Do Do you think that sometimes people get hurt by a certain race, and then they decide that that race is the only race that they cannot date because of them being hurt?
6: Yeah, I think that, well, I think that... It doesn't necessarily have to be even a race. It's a type of person. Like, for example, women date or are in abusive relationships, and they tend to go, you know, they're a little bit more, I want to say, guarded. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And it might not be with black men or white men, person. it could be men that drink alcohol, men that have substance abuse problems, men that gamble, you know, those type of characteristics that have nothing to do with the physical. But, you and D, I think that. When a person can think that uh, prematurely, like, like that immature, they just need more room to grow, like they haven't grown yet, and they can generalize a whole people based on one person's actions, they haven't grown. Hmm.
2: Okay. Now, for me, I in high school, I and to relate to what the white lady did say in the original story, you know you do get looks sometimes. Um, and I used to notice it a lot more when I was younger. Maybe I just don't care anymore or it's got more acceptable or I don't know. Maybe I just, I don't know what it is, but in high school I used to get taunted by one particular female for dating. Um, my boyfriend was black in high school, my whole high school, um, all the years I was there. And, um, She used to follow me and say all types of things. So it does happen. Um, I think it's more of a rarity, though, I would say now. I don't really experience that, and I don't really – my children are also interracial, and I don't get a lot of looks about that anymore as well, or I've gotten used to it. I don't know. Um, have, Have you ever dated outside your race, Cornelius? Yes, I have, actually, once. Okay. Did you
1: experience and, any of those things? Or? Um, Yeah, when we went down the street, we got a lot of dirty looks and a lot of mm. snickering or whatever. But, you know, it, it goes with the territory. Some people are just ignorant, and that's just the way it's going to be. You know, you, you have to yeah. just take the grain of salt and keep it moving. But it didn't stop us from being together. So, I mean, you know, I think true love finds itself. And I think that when you when you really are looking, you, whoever that person is, whatever color that race they are, it doesn't matter. So that's all. Very that's true. All I-
2: Very true. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That's This whole story really blew me away. I'm going to have to find a way to post it. It was pretty shocking, some of the things you said. And what do you guys Think about some of the stereotypes Like I was saying as well You know I know white girls that do act Like doormats as as opposed To women and You know I've seen loud Black women or what a bit There's loud you know Anybody can be anything really but since We're talking about that you know What do you think about those stereotypes
6: I think think There's
2: a lot of truth to them I'm
6: going to be honest with you This is very I'm going to be honest Um, I don't really believe in stereotypes. Like, for example, I dated an Asian woman and thought that she would be totally different than what I, you know, had ever experienced. But come to find out, she was exactly the same. I don't believe there's, like, no racial norm. I, I think there's ethnical norms or cultural norms, but not racial norms, you know, like, I think that there's white women that you can walk all over, just like there's black women that you can walk all over, just like yeah. there's Hispanic that you can walk all over. I think there's black dudes that are assholes, just like there's white dudes that are assholes. You know what I'm mean? saying? I agree. <laughs> I agree. A, I don't think that race really plays. I don't think it plays a factor in that. I just think that you know that again comes to how a person was brought up and in their environment. And it's the they're all product of
2: and, and I'm going to it. have a response for that after. I think we're going to go ahead and take a break for a minute And then I'm going to respond to that So you know, If you like yeah, to hold on the line, that.
1: Ray Please oh, mute your phone When
7: we live
4: Welcome back to Firm Entertainment here on Blog Talk Radio, where I'm your host, Lord Merlot. Um, The guest call-in number, if you're listening to the show on the web or if you're listening to the archived version, the live number is 310-807-5105. Tonight we actually have on the switchboard, we have our co-host, Miss Vanilla Sky, We have our producer, Cornelius, as well as a guest caller by the name of Ray. Tonight's topic, we're talking about interracial relationships. And I'm going to go ahead and let Miss Vanilla Scott do your thing, girl.
2: All right. Welcome back. Ray, are you with us still?
6: Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear
2: me? Yeah, I can hear you. Um, I actually wanted to respond really quick to what you said. Um, I kind of have mixed feelings on that. Uh-huh. Now, <laughs> only because I don't think there is any one stereotype for any race. I, I agree with that, but I do think that certain races tend to do certain things or be a certain way or, I don't know. Um. Well,
6: I don't think those are races. I think those are cultures. Like, for right. example, it's culture.
2: Okay,
6: you know, true, yes. culture. But races, you know, right about races, people are just talking about black and white you know, African-American, European. And I don't think there's any stereotype because the thing is, you know, even though we want to separate each other and say that white women are one way and black women are one way, the truth of the matter is we're all under the same culture, which is American. We're all American. So we have different varieties as far as character and cultural norms with that culture. You know what I mean? So you find loud black women just like you find loud white women.
2: You know what I mean Very true Very true What do you think of that Cornelius I agree I
1: think that It's no set uh, Stereotype or we shouldn't be Stereotyping any race I think that you know like Like Ray said we can find Loud white women Just like (laughs) we can find Loud black women I mean And we we just need to say loud women period. <laughs> and, yeah. and I'll put a raise <laughs> on it. <laughs>
6: Fair
2: That's very true Fair as enough. well. Um go ahead, Ray.
6: I was gonna ask do you guys think there's any difference than like The romance between the two opposite like for example, if you date a woman of opposite, I like to call them others. When anybody dates outside of their, you know, their normal race or their normal culture, I call it others, like you're dating an other. Do you ever find that the romance is different when you date someone from another culture? Whether it be better or worse, just different.
2: Um (laughs) Cornelius, you go first since you dated outside your race.
1: I don't know if the romance will ever be different. I mean, it's all about the same. I mean, for me, I guess. I, I've never I've never felt any different.
4: Well, I would have to say that it's a little different. I mean, you got certain people will do certain things that certain people won't do. Um, um, don't want to <laughs> even go into that tonight because that's actually Tuesday night's topic.
2: <laughs> but I disagree
4: with that, though. So. <laughs> but do you think that's based on race, though?
2: So.
4: Again, certain people will do certain <laughs> things that certain races won't do. Put it that
6: way. <laughs> All right. I've never met a woman that was limited on what she would do sexually based on race. I always found them to be very cooperative, no matter what race. I don't know. Oh my.
4: I guess I met the wrong one. I, I never had that problem. So. <laughs>
1: oh my gosh! They're ready and willing, so
6: I never had that
2: problem. <laughs> what
4: about you, Vanilla Sky? You asked the question. Well,
2: I've I've only ever dated one race, so I don't know.
0: Word I can't minute.
2: say. Yeah, I've I've only been with black men. <laughs> mm-hmm.
6: Yeah. <Thank> <laughs> I, have a I forgot, you know, since we're talking about the differences in dating outside of our races, right. no, what what no. would you say was, the race which you say is the best that you've dated outside of the race? Has it ever been the best, or, I mean, is it all the same? Is it all pink and warm, is all, I mean, is there a difference? Oh, pink? oh. Okay. I, mean, <laughs> just, I would say that there is a difference when it comes to the physicality when you're dating interracially. I mean, I think there is a difference there. For example, white women tend to be a lot cooler on the inside. Black women oh. are, <laughs> tend to be a lot warmer on the inside. Oh, wow.
2: <laughs> oh, my goodness.
4: I'm not going to answer these questions until Tuesday.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You'll have to call back on Tuesday for that one. And <laughs> I'll do that. I definitely don't know that answer. Um,
0: <laughs> you sure? I
2: do know there's right. some oh size differences. Uh,
4: that's Boy. Wait, wait, wait,
2: wait,
3: wait. You said size differences?
2: I do. Okay. For the men. Okay. Wait, 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 <laughs> wait, 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 wait.
4: This is Alright. <laughs> please size,
2: please
4: yeah. explain. Well, wait a minute. Hold it. Hold it. Hold it. How would you? What? the this, Okay. There's not a size difference if you've only dated one race.
2: But I've seen. I mean, I haven't seen any. So well, I think <laughs> you're
4: lying. To us.
2: I'm not. I'm not lying. <laughs> I just. I've seen. I've seen things.
4: But Pictures don't count. What? No, I'd
2: be more than pictures. But But anyway, but anyway.
6: (laughs) In your ear. (laughs) Because all I'm saying is you can't compare, you know, a real situation to a stereotype. Because you can't get a truth from it, a true comparison. I mean, like have you ever been with a white guy before?
2: Me? No. I've never been with
6: no. Why is (laughs) it why Because of the
2: sizage differences?
6: No, No,
2: let me let me take that back. (laughs) I'm sorry, go ahead, Ray, I apologize. (laughs)
6: No, no, not all I'm saying is like how do you um? How can you compare, you know, the sizes, the different sizes of the people white guy? It's not a true comparison. It's like you're comparing it to a scale. True. True. Yeah. That's
2: very true. Um, actually, the, the what Cornelius asked me. Uh, really, it's not that I don't find white men attractive. I do. Um they don't find me attractive usually. That's usually the the case, honestly. So, um What? That's usually the issue. So um I'm not opposed to it. It's not my preference at this point, but you know, um it's just not I mean, I think it's okay for people to have preferences and just I just I like what I like. And even if if I were to date a white man I like the ones I like dark haired, dark eyed you know, that's just what I like. Um, so just like some guys like only blonde or what have you. You know, it's just a preference, but I'm not opposed to it. It's just not something that's usually readily available and has never been for me. So it's just the way it is. I have the
6: question. I mean, just off the top of my head, I was thinking, would you be considered taking someone of an opposite race? And if it's not considered, is it? Considered dating like someone of a handicap? Has anyone ever dated a midget? Any stories about the You got a midget?
1: Midget? No. But uh, but I I don't know if that would make a difference. I I, I think that <laughs> I, I think that it's all the same. I think all the plumbing works are the same. So who okay. <laughs>
6: My oh my God! <laughs> it to me. I do have,
1: have a question. You? No. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> how do families? How do our families view this? I mean, because I know for my family, it was okay. Nobody really cares. They don't care who comes to my door, through well, their door. Yeah. If I bring you to my grandmother's house, or if I bring you to my family's home, no one really cares what race this well, person really- is. As long as they're with me, they know that I don't bring anyone around my family that I'm not intimate with. So I would I would ask you guys that question: um, How 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 have your families been open to um, you dating outside of your race?
6: Um, or not? Can, go first. can I go first? Yeah, Ray, go first. Well, like with me, um, it was like a mixed thing. Um, my mother kind of have a, she has the, the attitude of someone like a hippie, so she's, you know, equality, freedom, everything like that. But my father, he's more militant Black Panther. So
5: when me and my brother
6: were younger, um, we weren't allowed to really be outside of our race or, you know what I mean, anything like that. And by allowed, I mean it was like strictly like. It was not allowed And even to this day um, For example I was in an interracial relationship And my father stopped talking to me for about Five years
1: (laughs) Wow
6: He's pretty serious about that stuff
2: Mm. The other guy Um, For me It it was Everyone thought it was a phase at first Because like I said I Started dating. Um, well, when I started dating, it was black men right in high school, and um, I think they thought it was a phase I was going through. But um, then I got pregnant, so <laughs> wasn't a phase. And it's just never changed. And now they just accept it. Nobody, you know, thinks anything of it. And they don't really care either way, as long as they're a good person. So they're they're pretty cool about it. They're gonna have to be. I <laughs> don't really have much of a choice. So, <laughs>
0: there you
2: yeah. Um, do you think? Well, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry.
4: Well, me personally, I uh, wasn't going to say anything, but you know, I got to have my two cents. <laughs> um, <laughs> me growing up, uh, I don't really think it was a big deal to my family. Um, because the schools that we all went to in Southern VA, it was just mixed interracial schools anyway. Um, I I don't think it was a big deal. I mean, I never really tried it. I only had this one girl, and I didn't do that until I was in high school in ninth grade. And I remember, you know, back then, you know, you're going to go, you know, the little girl was just like, yeah, 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 you're going to be my boyfriend type thing. Oh, yeah, okay. So... I guess this was, like, the quickest relationship. She was a white girl, and this particular day, she was like, oh, can you go with me to my locker to get my um, books, you know, so we can get on the bus? And I was like, okay. So at our high school, there was, like, 35 buses, and each bus had a slot. So my bus was, like, one of the first five. Her bus was, like, 28 or whatever it was, way in the back. So... We have to go from the classroom. We had to go upstairs to her locker, and then we had to go down the steps out the building, walk her to her bus, and then I had to run to catch my bus because my bus was pulling off before her bus. Let's just say that was the last day I dated a white woman. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was timing for me.
2: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow.
6: I'm sorry. (laughs) That's
2: great. I just, I think people should be allowed to have their own preferences without it being a problem. You don't gotta sleep with the other person, the person sleeping with. So, you know, I don't. I don't know. I just think people need to leave everybody alone. Wow. So
1: And how different is it when kids grow up in this environment and they how do you teach them culture? How do you teach them their race? I mean, how do you
2: how do you deal with that yourself?
1: Vanilla oh. Um vanilla. Oh, no. okay.
2: Um, for me. I mean, I try to talk to them about both as, you know, both the races as much as possible. Um, when they get classified, sometimes my one son is darker than the other. Um, sometimes he gets classified more so as black just because of his skin, as opposed to the other one gets called white. You know, I let them know both sides. You're not one or the other. You're both. And, um to teach them history on both sides as much as I can and have them involved with their the other side of their family as much as I can you know I think that they should be proud of both and not pick one or the other to be because you're not just one you know race even me I'm white per se but you know I'm German I have a lot of German in me and Polish and I don't want any Polak jokes but <laughs> everybody's made everybody's made up of every of different things and I think you should be proud of you know, whatever your racial or cultural backgrounds are and embrace all of them. And not just pick one. And what about you, Ray?
0: Is Ray still with us? Yeah, Ray. Can you hear me? Yeah.
6: Can you hear me? Yes. Um like me, I have a provincial uh, daughter. And then I have two other children that are are black. And I don't raise them differently. I raise them all to understand that they're American. I think that sometime um, the whole stigma or the whole the whole theory or concept of race is gonna be obsolete, it's gonna be irrelevant. I mean, you see that now more prevalent than ever when you look at something like the hip-hop community or the hip-hop culture now. They call it a culture, and it's because there's so many different elements to it, you know, culturally as far as, you know, different groups that are involved in hip-hop that make up a culture. So I teach my children that they're American versus they're something of a subculture, like black or white or half Asian. I teach them that they're American. And in America, you're supposed to embrace the history, the, the totality of the history, which includes the pioneers from the slaves to the the engineers that were free slaves. Like this month is Black History Month, in America celebrates that. So I teach my children to be American.
0: Okay. okay. Seems
2: seems good. Seems and and. Do they ever have questions, or do, do they ever have issues at school with being? Well, I guess here well, you have a daughter who's part Asian. Does she ever have issues, or?
6: Well, yeah, to be honest, like, all right, so when she was here, here's the interesting thing about America. When she was in America, she never had an issue with identification with anything. Like, when she was in America, I mean, she identified with Miley Cyrus, You know, with Hannah Montana, she identified with Dora. She identified with a multitude of different characters that were, you know, for her age group. When she went to Japan is when she understood that she was different. And that was interesting because here in this America where things are so diverse, and we think they're so diverse, we're really one culture. And when she went to a different culture, she understood that she was different. In America, we might say that because she has that, quote, good hair, she's different. But really, she was accepted in this culture. In Japan, she was looked at as different because of her hair. So she wanted to have straight hair in Japan so she fit in more, you know, which I hated, you know what I mean? Because to me, that was losing her American flavor. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I mean, there were some issues when she went outside outside of the American culture, but here in America... She never came to me and said, Daddy, what am I? Or, Daddy, you know, one time she did ask me why are me and her round and her mother was like. That was kind of funny. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I think the well, U.S. is such like a huge melting pot anyways. But you We know. got a
1: call on the line that actually has a comment for Vanilla Sky. I'm going to I meet him now. For him
5: to okay. give his comment. Okay. Yeah, I had a, a question to ask the young, the lady. Now, did you say he, you was married to a black male, or you have children, or?
2: I have children that are in a race. But I'm not married. No,
5: you are married, you say?
2: No, I'm not married.
5: Well, let me ask you something. Do uh? Would your parents require for you to do a background check over the person that you would marry? And the reason I ask is because you know in my family, we uh, before and our daughters, sisters married, they, uh, our parents done background checks on the males, and uh, you know we, our parents told us specifically don't bring anything, uh, marry out of our ethnicity. And that was, uh, you know, that's just something that was that's continued to be told. Even uh, my neighbors, uh, my friend's uh, son, is told that. But I was just wondering, were, you know, were you required to do, or your family, do a background check over the person that you had your babies by?
2: Um, no, and if they ever in their life, <laughs> I mean. It- I can see where it can be helpful to do, however, if they were to say to do it because of the fact that they were black, I would have a really bad, really big problem with that and be very offended for him um, I do believe every woman should do some checking on any man, regardless of the race um if they have any kind of suspicions or even nowadays people are crazy but no as far as my family goes they've never required that and um i don't even know how they could because i am my own person but yeah that would be almost insulting i would think to be honest
5: now if a, if a black if you was uh, to to want to marry this uh this black man and his parents told him that uh, that you have to sign a prenupt before you can marry him Would you be willing to do that?
2: Uh, I doubt it. I think that love is love. Um, I was actually in a situation where that was approached to me before, and um, that situation was a little different, and I considered the thought of it. Um, I never quite got that far, but um, no, I don't think. That a prenup should be involved. I think that turns love and relationships into a business deal. Well, let me ask um,
5: you a question now. If you were to marry him, and you were to divorce him, would you go after money that he had?
2: I I really don't know, but I would um, expect—I would expect you know a fair share when we'd split. I wouldn't go after everything and. You know, make sure you came,
5: broke. Su- suppose you came what? into the relationship with nothing. Would you try to leave out with something?
1: Well, one. I don't. I, I don't know. I, just, if,
5: I was just asking. The know, question Because we see what happened to Tiger Woods, for instance. Right. I mean, and, and,
1: you know, so yeah, but she I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't think that had anything to do with her being a particular race. I just think that. He made a mistake, and that was
5: in the. Prison. Well, no, we're not talking about race. We're just talking about her as a female. So, if you, in 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 the fact that she put emphasis on that she like, she has have never dated anything anybody other than black males, so it has to be some sort of, some sort of bias toward black males. And I was on. listening to you. Well,
1: one,
5: that's her personal hold,
4: choice.
1: Hold, she's, wait, wait, she's wait. we were going somewhere
5: else. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> let me ask you, 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 gentlemen, something. Now, I married a Ghanaian woman, and I wasn't allowed to marry her because of unless I could, uh, well, they done DNA on me to show that I was actually from that particular ethnic group. But even in those African countries, you have uh, different ethnic groups that won't marry, even though their skin color is black. And I'm starting to see a lot of African American males are marrying. Uh, you know, African women from the continent, whether it's Ethiopia, and Senegal, and Nigeria, and Ghana. Uh, what do you th- What do you think about that? When we get flack from African American women, uh, wanting to know why can't we, you know, would do that rather than marry uh, one of them here? We, you know, apparently we have preference over a woman from that continent for a whole lot of reasons. You think it's well? Uh, you think it's honest for them to to ridicule us yeah. like that?
4: Okay, well, we're going to have to start tying down the show because actually the show is about to end. But I just want to actually comment on that just a bit. I don't think it's like um, what you're saying is there's really no preference. It's love that's actually that's within. So, you know, I'm glad that I don't come from a family that tells me what I need and what I need to do, you know, considering I'm a black gentleman. And if we want to take it back, you know, back then, okay, you know, where my grandmother was growing up and, you know, they had to pick the cotton and all this other stuff, you know, work on this, you know, we're not even going to go into all of that. So it's it's more so of who you want to be with now versus I'm going to be with the white girl because it's convenient. Oh, she has money, that type of thing. No, I feel that most people in America, we've been exposed to so many different diverse people that it really doesn't really make a difference anymore, you know. Whereas where you're, you're, in a, you're saying absolutely like right. in, here your in your
5: America, neighborhood, see like anything goes, like anything goes here in America anymore. And I, you know, I uh, I respect you for taking that position, but you know, if, uh, some parents, I'm sorry, some children still do respect their parents and their, their parents' red wishes, and that's 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 what makes America. You know, that's the United States Constitution permits you to do that. You have those on the far right, those on the far left, and those, everybody else that's in the middle. Yes. And right. good.
2: let me go ahead and make myself very clear as far as my preference goes. The The show is about interracial dating and interracial relationships, and it all stemmed from a story. I don't know when you joined the show or not, if you heard the beginning, but it did stem from a story this morning that I read. And, um, you know, <laughs> That is my personal preference, and again, you know, it's it's not about me trying to be nasty towards any other race. It's just my preference. So, but um, anyhow, it, it is nine oh one, and we do have to go ahead and close the show out for the night. And I want to thank all of our callers for calling in, and for anybody who was in the who was online and in the blog room, thank you so much for joining the show. I want to also thank Ray. And Cornelius, I would like to give you a chance to give your shout-outs.
1: I want to give a shout-out to my niece, whose birthday is today. She's turning nine. So, Makanya, yeah. I, I love you, and I will be calling you
2: shortly. Aw. uh Marlo? All
0: right.
4: <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I want to thank each and everyone for calling in tonight and those that are listening to the live show. Um, pretty much we talked about a little bit of this, a little bit of that. We talked about interracial dating. We also, well, we're not going to talk about that. We'll save that for the show for Tuesday. Um, but have, uh, <laughs> Vanilla Sky is going to take us out tonight, but I just want to plug in a few things. Um, so don't forget our show on Monday We'll be having Eddie Blanco here. Uh, we're going to redo his interview once again. And that should be 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. So definitely tune in, tweet about it, and do some more things with it. And then on Tuesday, we have Miss Trey, um, or what we'll call Miss Moment. She will be coming in and she'll be talking about sex. That's right. We'll be talking about sex here at Firm Roller Entertainment. So I just wanted to say those things. And thank you for the awesome job that my team is doing, and I'm out. Yeah, I All right. Out.
2: Thank you, out. everybody, again, for joining the show, and everybody have a great night. And remember, do more than a dream and live Can
6: it. Can I shout out? Can I do a shout out?
2: You want to do a shout out, Ray? Go for it. <laughs>
6: That's a shout. I want to give a shout out to my brother Ish, Chris, my homegirl, Dani. Muslim Girl Vanilla Sky that put this all together and everybody that had comments highlight your book thank okay.
2: you thank
0: you good night <indic> <laughs>
3: So what it be is a heavy step that put the past behind us. Then go far away where nobody can find us. Man, man. Man.